Well, she is possibly the most consummate pop performer we have on the planet at this point in time. Miley Cyrus is on fire. She's doing everything we want a pop star to do. She's owning her music, experimenting with her looks, popping up incredibly confident live performances. But most stunning of all, her voice is just killer. Despite vocal cord surgery, mind you, Miley really is a tremendous talent and, as I say, she's kicking butt at the moment. Plastic Hearts is not the most exciting album in the world, but it is a great little piece of work with some very fun moments. It has a rock edge to it, Miley's singing with genuine fire and passion from the belly, and most importantly, it's got this. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Max. <laughs> you knew I was going to do it. Yeah. Miley is killing it right now. But it will be interesting to see what our friends have to say. Megs, good morning. Rodrigo, Megs, Ethan, Simon, David. Who have I missed? Mandonna. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hey. Hey, oh. how are you? Hello. Brilliant to have you on the line. We're going to introduce some newbies before we kick off. But first of all, Megs, welcome. Yes. Co-host extraordinaire. <laughs> How long have you been awake for this morning? Uh, about three minutes. That's right. So if you sound a little bit drunk and drug affected, yeah. it's actually not. It's just a sleep thing, a That's teenage right. sleep well, thing. I'm having right? my coffee, so fine. <laughs> I know. It's a terrible thing that we've got you into. Ethan, welcome to the show, my friend. Hello. Thank you. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Megs here is a big fan of your channel. Oh, really? Thank you. He is, aren't you, Megs? Wait, what what channel is this? Oh, this is... (laughs) How embarrassing. You're such a big fan. This is Ethan. Yes, hello, Ethan. Yes, I do love your channel. (laughs) Hi. I I was daydreaming in my own little world. Ethan, tell us a little bit about your channel. Um, my channel is a covers channel at the moment. Um, I have some original content coming, but um, coronavirus has severely impacted that. Uh, um, if I sound drink and drug affected, it's because I am. Oh. I- I'm-, I'm kidding, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I like to cover my favourite songs. Uh, I love pop music, so um, if you like pop music, you should give it a look. I don't mind saying you you do you have a killer voice. You do some great covers. I'd love to ask you offline how you actually get away with the copyright and stuff, and the way you rework some of it just subtly is is really lovely. Actually, uh, Ethan, how can people find you on YouTube? Uh, if you just type my name E T H A N, uh, all in caps. Um, I my I don't know if you'll find me, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have you on the line, though, Ethan. Thank you Thank for you joining our podcast, Rodrigo. How are you going, my friend? Very well. You're a long-time listener, as I understand it. Yeah, since 2018, I believe. Wow. Two years of torture for poor Rodrigo listening to our foolish commentary, Megs, there. And we also have on the line um, our uh, favourite regulars, of course. We've got David. G'day, David. Hello. How are you? Good. Simon, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. And Mandonna, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? We are doing well, and we're ready to talk about Miley Cyrus. I'm going to like just kick it right open, though. What do we make of Miley Cyrus? Is We talk about our pop megastars on the planet, and sometimes instantly we think of, you know, uh, probably Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift probably comes to mind, Madonna. Yeah. Is Miley Cyrus in that league, do you Three think? Three words. What a talent. 
I just think Miley Cyrus has such an incredible voice, especially more recently. I mean, I've been watching Miley in Hannah Montana since I was like a kid. I think the way that she's come back with this new album is just incredible. And it's just such a reinvention. And I actually uh, love her image and her voice. Um, And just the songwriting as well. It's just really good. When it comes to Miley Cyrus, you really do not know what to expect. Like, Plastic Hearts is such a great departure from She Is Coming, and She Is Coming is pretty much different from Younger Now, and you get all, all these reinventions. She also has a great voice, great and great productions. We can talk about that, but not necessarily my favorite. Um, she reinvents herself every era. Um, however, it is not with the level of expertise that Madonna had. No, I agree with, I, I, I'm sorry, I disagree with all of you guys. I don't think she's anything like Madonna. Um, I think um, the only one that ooh, kind of uh, replicates Madonna is Gaga. I think uh, Miley is a tossed salad that has a million ingredients in it. It's just a big mess. Uh, that's how I see her. She came, okay, this is, this is where I give her credit. She came from Hannah Montana and, and got out of that image and to, to, to be, to be a child star. And then, you know, all of a sudden be, become a rock star and have all these cool chapters. It was almost career ending with that MTV video music awards performance seven years ago. That was horrendously awful. And now we've seen her. I mean, she's like, she gets up, I mean, that's where I'll put the comparison to Madonna. You know, the, the rocks are tossed at her and she's like, F you, I'm going to get up. I'm going to start a new chapter. I'm going to show you guys that I'm, I'm here to stay and I'm relevant. So I think that's the only comparison really to Madonna, in my opinion. I don't yeah. think she's compares to Madonna at all. I just think that she needs to look for her identity a little bit more. I mean, this whole rock aesthetic is a good start. I think so too. I think that... Um... I, I have to agree with David. I think that's what I was trying to say, but you put it a lot more eloquently than I did. Like, she tries to replicate Madonna, but it doesn't work. Whereas Miley, I think, is a little bit mishmash, a little bit of a... Yes. She's, she's, I, so, she's so talented, but she hasn't really um, found her niche yet, if you know what I mean. Ma- yeah. Madonna, Madonna and Gaga are clean with their reinventions. Miley is not clean. She's a big mess. <laughs> yeah, I think I think she's, yeah, she's with, a big mess. With Gaga, well, Gaga, Gaga copies. That's different. Ooh. No, so, I have to, I have no. to disagree with Let's that. Just, I, I, think, have I, I think with Madonna and Gaga, um, the similarities were drawn because of how intensely famous Madonna was back in the day, and how intensely famous Gaga was when she first started her career. In the mm-hmm. beginning, in the beginning, I like the fame and the fame monster era. I see no comparison to Madonna. It wasn't until oh, I disagree completely, but that's for a completely different podcast. Mm-hmm. It completely is <laughs> bringing it back to Miley Cyrus. Bringing it back to Miley Cyrus. I think that with Miley Cyrus, um, I do agree. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Rodrigo or Madonna that says that. Um, I think the rock aesthetic is a good start. Madonna. I 100% Agreed. agree, because I think that this era of Miley is the best one that we've had. It's interesting, Megs, to listen to Albie saying that um, 
she needs to find her identity, Miley Cyrus. Mm. For me, I've always found that the problem is she's actually too grounded. I know she's had her own problems, yeah. but she's too grounded. She comes from a strong family. The the absolute delight of Madonna in the early days was the fact that everything she did, every piece of art she produced, was her journey of finding herself. She didn't know who the hell she was. Mm. That's why she was so outlandish. She, yeah. was, she was trying to find her identity desperately through yeah. every work that she did. She was exploring and going deep into different identities that possibly were part of her and yeah. then she might find out actually that's part of me that's not who i am she'd backtrack go down a different path it was mm. exciting miley cyrus comes from good stock she comes from a good family god she's related to bloody dolly parton well yeah in in a, in a sense in a she weird is. way yeah. so but you love miley and yeah. can i be really honest i think you have a particular soft spot for miley cyrus i actually i really didn't think i if you asked me five years ago i would have went oh yeah she's all right she just makes silly music and does silly things but that was just sort of an era but mm. I, i've realized that i really like her i saw her on joe rogan and oh, she yeah. was talking about her family just mm. you know all the things you, you'd mm. expect someone like her to talk about she's mm. just very down to earth and um yeah, she's, she's a sweet, smart, she's a lovely girl, connected, yeah. but also incredibly creative. Her smoking mm. a joint, I can't <laughs> imagine the colours and the and the pictures her brain makes because she's incredibly creative. Yeah, which would, is where her torment comes from, actually. And she was talking about her vocal cords as well and how she'd had trouble with those and fluid stuff. sexuality. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah. got all kinds of things. Relationship after relationship, that's a bit of a Madonna thing too. Yeah, um, but, but she was just so frank about everything. She wasn't mm. a celebrity talking to Joe Rogan about what she. Wants but to. hang on, can I nail that? That is exactly why I don't find Miley particularly exciting. I love her. I think I have respect for her. I think she is a tremendous talent. But yeah. there's nothing mysterious about Miley Cyrus to me. Yeah, she does. She's just an she open is book. What she is. Whereas yeah. Madonna, I thought you don't even really know who you are back in the day. But yeah. even now, we don't know much about Madonna really. But um, I think I, yet again, like with Miley Cyrus, she has such an incredible vocal talent. Like. Uh, I think it was when she was performing Zombie. That was oh, yes. that, that was, was incredible. Like mm. I would rank that over the original song because of how mm. good Miley's voice is. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear her perform the whole song? Uh, was it Doll Parts on Howard Stern? No. Uh, yeah. She, yeah. It was on. It's on YouTube right now, and I thought mm. that literally sold me on her. Like she's she's doing a great job. I. Yeah. I can't That's why I like Miley Cyrus. I don't think I. Sorry, I was about to say something that I didn't mean. I was going to say I don't like her as a person, but that's not what I mean. I don't like her. Um, I do like her as a person. I think she's actually really inspiring and a really lovely person. But I don't really like her as a celebrity. Yes, because she's it. because she's not. Um, She's not a celebrity, really. She's a very down-to-earth person. I feel like she'd be She's a lovely a person. Musician, isn't Actually, she? no. That's yeah, what that's I love. Problem, that's what I love yeah. about Miley Cyrus as a musician myself. I love mm. artists that are really in with the music. I'll, I'll ask all of you a quick question. Should we talk about the album for five minutes? We probably should. That would probably be a really yeah, yeah. good idea. <laughs> Considering Why this is a classic hearts podcast, it's probably the best idea. Yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. Researching the background of this album, Megs. Oh, I just went, what? I can't stand it anymore. It's the so complicated. But she started with this EP and then she went to this and then she scrapped that and then the poor old Mark Ronson, he was oh. in and then he was out and then he was in. And I just went, I can't. And I closed the laptop. And the went, background of this album is more confusing than literally anything else on this planet. True. <laughs> 
Who'd like, like to have a stab? Where did it come from? Plastic hearts. Where did it come from? I'm pretty sure, ninety five percent sure that um she did. She is she is coming. That was it. Um, and she released an EP. Yeah, she is coming. She is coming. And then there was going to be an album. She is MC. My, she is Miley Cyrus. Now those songs, or a lot of those songs, actually appear on Plastic Hearts. Yeah, um, but Ethan, she said she said I'm not going to release an album. Then I am, and then I'm only going to release one single. I'm going to do this in a very unconventional way. And then all of a sudden, she, she literally became album. Katy Perry. Ah, uh, yeah, pretty. <laughs> oh much. my god. Um, but I think she's chosen really interesting collaborations, and I think it's a really interesting uh, direction for her to go in. And I think it's a really solid album. Uh, I think Miley is filling a genre that has been lost for a good decade or maybe 15 years of, of rock, female rockers. Mm. So she's mm. channeling like Susie Quattro and Chrissy Hind and Stevie Nicks um, and, mm. you know, Heart. So I think Miley was like, okay, I, I'm going to, I'm going to delve into the rock scene and do it well. And she is doing it well. So, and when I heard Midnight Sky and I heard the influence of, of Stevie, I was just like, I was thrilled and I'm like, okay, if she's going to go this, this rock route, I think she's going to do it well. And I think, I think it's a solid album. Like, like Simon said, and I, I give it a B plus. So. And Megs, this is strange because I heard, and I'm sure that she said it herself, this was going to be the disco album because we were concerned. Oh, no, Kylie and Miley are releasing disco. And then all of a sudden Kylie was watching Miley perform and then they both had these similar backgrounds. So there's lots of clues. You thought that they were going to be collaborating. I thought they'd collaborate, but they didn't. And it's not a disco album at all. I think She Is MC was meant to be a disco album. Plastic Hearts, yeah, was a shift to a more rocky direction. But I think mm. the thing is, is that in Plastic Hearts, you can still hear that disco influence. Yeah. Um, in, in Prisoner and Give Me What What, what, I, what I Want, yes, you can I, hear it. I think um, the, the, the rock disco fusion is actually really unique. And I really like the, the, like the sonic sound of it. Um, I think lyrically, like it. it I think lyrically it lacks a little bit depth, but I think mm. it has a, a really, really great sound. I, I put this album on with great anticipation. I was excited for it. And you, and as you've all identified here today, I didn't know what to expect because I, I actually thought maybe disco, but then that first track had made me think, mm, it's not quite disco. But nonetheless, I put it on and the production of uh, WTF is is dreamy and amazing i just only wish megs that they'd renamed it what the fudge because i don't think there's any need for potty mouth in the 2020s we need to You'd be kinder sung that. yes i think what the fudge would have been much better no. it's a great opening track though it's got a whole heap of attitude and it sets for tone i could hear instantly okay this album's going to have a, a rockier more attitude punch than i thought it might have that's mm. that's honestly the perfect way to open an album is like mm-hmm. this is what yeah. i'm going to do here it is. This is what to expect. I think when you have, like, there's some albums in the world that the first track is completely different than the rest, and it's like, well, this is confusing. The Time to Talk show is a podcast made by passionate amateurs who simply love pop culture. Unlike other podcasts, we can't raise revenue through traditional advertising, so we rely on the support of our listeners to keep us going. If you'd like to make a donation to Time to Talk, click on the link in the description. 
Your support will help with our production costs and allow us to keep bringing you content that celebrates, honours and skewers the very best and worst in the world of popular music, film, trends and culture. Thank you for enjoying our shows. We absolutely love our growing legion of loyal listeners. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that song is that song is actually probably one of my favorites on the album. And can we so actually we- talk about you know the badass energy this 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 has? It's pretty much the biggest badass energy we 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 have had from Miley since Bangers. I think it's yeah. the biggest it's bangers, badass bang, energy bang. we've had in the music industry since Born This Way. <laughs> Everyone's been so sweet and kind yeah. since. We need that badass energy back. It's the it's the rock influence that does it, really, I think. A few other standouts on the album. Angels like you, all of a sudden we get this deformed wrecking ball descending upon us, Megs. Did anyone else hear this? Angels yeah. like you, it's just like, hang on, this is wrecking ball done Part slightly two. differently. It's sort of cheesy. I, I don't know what I think of this song. It's like really, really cheesy. Mm. You know, I um I think I think it's cute. But not really a standout for me. I think um, in terms of standouts for me, um, definitely um, Nightcrawling with Billy Idol. What a collaboration. Um, oh, I but, um, say Billy Idol sounded like he'd been resurrected from the dead in that track. And that's <laughs> it. And that thing is actually pretty good. Yes. say with Nightcrawling that this song is just like, it's such a Hugh Jackman greatest showman type song to me. Yeah. yeah, it's something I can imagine him singing. In like a really dramatic way on a big stage. I find like, it very unpleasant. Wait, why? Why can I see for. that now? No, I, I, I. You know what? I absolutely wait. get it. I absolutely yeah. get it. At first, I was like, wait, and then I was like, wait, no, that is actually hundred percent accurate. This, yeah, listen to it with it's that in your mind. It's I like think that's exactly great at all. I reckon he wrote it. <laughs> well, I have a question <laughs> for everybody. When mm. before the album came out and Prisoner was released, what was everyone's immediate reaction to that? Because I hated it. Yeah, me too. I loved it. And I now I it. absolutely adore it. Like, it's complete 180. Like, I absolutely right. detested it. And now it's probably yeah. one of my favorite songs of the year. When I first heard the song, it was crazy. Like, I watched the video while listening to the song for the first time, and I didn't like it. But then listening and just without the video, I loved it. My thing was, is as soon as I <laughs> um, listened to it know, in the context of the album, I adored it. But before that, I was like, this yes. is so boring. Are we talk- we're talking about Prisoner here. Yeah, Prisoner. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dua, Dua Lipa is, in my opinion, the, the, the best pop star that's making the best pop music right now. Um, so I... I, I I thought it was a, a good jam, and I think I think anyone who's who's uh, pairing up with Dua is doing a smart thing. She's huge. Oh yeah, she, if you're pairing up, and with she her, she deserves she deserves the praise. Oh, sure. absolutely. I mean, absolutely, her, absolutely. I, mean, I I would never have paired them together after hearing Future Nostalgia and then hearing what Miley's um like a direction was. I would never have paired them together, but they work so well. Dua Lipa in in that beat that that kind of groove is great. She sounds great. Ethan, you yeah. cover this song on your channel. Um, it is not up yet, but it will be soon. Um, ah, very good. I did. And I was really shocked because again, when it came out, I hated it, but I think now it's what's like- your favorite part to sing as a, as a singer, because you get those little Ooh. roller coaster moments that you love. What's your favorite part of a song that you love to riff the, at? 
best part of that song is um the pre-chorus thing oh you'll get it all yeah. in this way that bit's so good nice and it wasn't until mm. i heard that part of the song um in the context of the album that i was like wait this is a track i've got to say though this album this track if although you know it's it, look it's nothing special frankly and especially for you know the caliber of the two artists that come together when two big artists come together i want them to do something grand and sensational this is a little bit blah it certainly doesn't fit on this album for me too it feels very very it's like, it is it's it, outlandish mm. in terms of the genre definitely to, to me, I I love this song, and I think the video clip they did was really edgy and yeah. good. Like yeah. they were oh, yeah. really making out in one of that part of the video. They were making like, out. Yeah, it's, like, it's definitely really- a, an, a standout track for me on the album. I think it was definitely a great choice for a single. Megs, how did it make you feel uh, when no. you saw them making out? Well, no, I'm just talking about the artistic <laughs> integrity of the of the video. No, you weren't. Oh, I won't okay. lie. No, I thought it was a great video clip, actually. Mm. I think they should have extended it for about two more minutes, though. Like, it's oh, sort really? of. Well, it opens up with them f- uh, swatting a fly. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is cool. This is like going to be a, a clever video clip. But then it, it goes so fast. And so I, I I'd have loved just... that, too. I think, you know, if they did like a, um, like a pre show and after show kind of thing, because it's kind of set, yeah. like they're singing into a microphone and stuff, and it's great. And. The, yeah. um, I love the the kind of energy and the attitude about it. I feel like if they'd like planned the video like a rock show, mm. that would have been pretty cool. Too many slow tunes on this album for me too. Just maybe one too many. Like too many moments where I go, oh no, she's she's slowing it down again. Like there's high, which is and that country influence, which you can't you know hold against her because that's her background. She's sitting on a hay bale and she's playing the guitar again. I do not like high. It reminded me of the Drown tour. It's like if you pull out that guitar again and slow this show down, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out. I thought high was awful. awful. Actually, yeah, yeah, that is my least favorite on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Midnight Sky, and then um, and then it all kind of goes downhill, doesn't it? Yeah, it's such a drastic <laughs> change because you you're getting into it, you're feeling that uh, Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks fantasy, and then it's like, oh, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like Adele doing like a filler ballad on an album. That's, yeah, it's no it good. Like. So just generally, though, generally speaking, is this a good album? What do we give it out of ten? Would you keep playing it? Um, will it be one of those legendary moments in Miley's career? Like, where I, where do we sit with this album? I think personally for me, I um I gave this album a seven out of ten. I think it lacks uh some cohesion. I think uh, there's a few too many genres trying to push into one body of work. But True. I think the songs individually are most of them. I would say out of the uh, eleven or twelve of them, there's only about two or three skips. The ones that aren't skips are incredible. And I think that I love she that should... rating system mix. How many skips has this album got? That's yeah. just the perfect well, rating see, system. Well, you see, that's how I did it with disco. I call like Kylie No Skips Minogue. But um, no, I think yeah. with I think with uh with this album, for me personally, I think the li- the lyrics are shallow, but they work. Um, the back and vocals are on fire, and so are her lead vocals. And my actual main critique of the album was that some of the songs have a very strange end. In Prisoner, specifically, you know, the why can't you just let me go? That bit, like, uh, didn't like it. Okay, so for me, this is a great, great reinvention and a great sound. Um, Miley sounds great in it. I can give it a six out of ten because I'm not the biggest fan of, uh, you know, kind of like too many slow songs, too many down, down tempos, ballads, however you, you, you want to call them. Um, you know, Golden G-String is actually 
you know, the actual, the, in the actual um, closing track uh, for for the album, because there's, uh, you know, a remix of of Midnight Sky and then two left performances. But I don't think it's a very good clo clo closing to, to Neon as, as it's very stripped down. And that's a problem with most of this, Record and I also think that it, that that it has some really w weird ways to end up the songs and it just cuts up like okay that was abrupt six out of ten ah six out of ten hey David you mm -hmm. work in fashion what, what the hell is a golden g string a golden g string uh, that's a good question uh, I uh, okay so sonically I think it's good. And vocally, I think it's good. And uh, musically, I think it's good. But Miley needs to delve and, and get in the nitty gritty with her songwriting. I think she needs to be a little more, uh, she needs to dig a little deeper. I, I want some deeper, I, I want some really forthright lyrics. And I want some, a lot of thought in her lyrics. So that's, that's the only negative I have. So 7.58 for me. That's not bad at all. Hey, Simon, over there in the UK. Mm -hmm. I would say for my own personal taste, probably a seven. But for what I think she's able to do for like the mainstream with it and how it'll get people that maybe don't like her to appreciate her and, and all of those things, I'd probably give it a nine. Yeah, I, I sort of sit the same around that. I, for, my, for my personal tastes, you know, six and a half to seven, but I also do respect that this is a sound that other people would like. I, it's interesting, David, you made those comparisons to the sort of soft rock women of the, the 90s, and you're so right. That's exactly what this is a homage to, all of that, and before even, I've got to say. Megs, what are you making? Um, I think it's super cohesive, like really, really, it's, it all comes together so well, I think, mm. as, a, as a product. Um, a couple of songs I just wanted to mention with the song Hate Me, it really reminds me of a theme from a, an Aussie TV drama that I used to like when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I just thought I'd throw there. There's a, just a note that she hits. What's that? And I, I can't remember. Oh, it's, really, well, it's a very really cute awkward. song. So Yes, yeah, it yeah. is a cute song. She's got some sliding scales. Yes. It's probably, and it, Yeah, on the chorus it goes and there's a note. But anyway, I'll just leave that. But that was Someone can leave a comment. Every time I listen to it. And also, I really like the song Give Me What I Want. Mm. I think that's a really good performance song that she should perform. Mm. Um, and, yeah, look, overall, it's a bit probably boring for me, like a lot of skips because I don't like those uh, most of the sw slower songs. You haven't been brought um, up on the rockiest stuff, have you? No, and the rock edge, I don't really like that very much. Like, WTF, do I know? Uh, oh, wow. Too rude, isn't it? Yeah, it's too rude and angry. I just want her to be happy and smooth pop for me, please. People are going to get a totally wrong idea about how prudish we are. Hey, Albie Mandonna. Hi. Go on. So, you're the ultimate. You're called Mandonna because you are the ultimate Madonna fan. And Madonna yes. fans sometimes, Albie, they just are like, you know, angry animals if any other pop star even does any work at all because they think it's a threat to Madonna's throne. <laughs> so do you resent Miley for even recording a song at all? Oh, no. I mean, she could never compare to Madonna's discography, but keep trying, girl. <laughs> um, she is great. I mean, Prisoner... It's an okay song. I mean, she, <laughs> she 
she collaborated with Dull Pipa. She's a little dull to me. Uh, she doesn't know how to dance. Yeah. She has no personality. And yeah. um, oh, no. she make, she's a great studio artist. She makes great fun pop songs and people seem to like her. You can't hear this, but my teeth are gritting right now. I'm now, I have, no, I have to disagree with that because I've seen her in Studio uh, 2054. That was great. A lot of choreography. And she knows how to dance. You you just have not seen that. Okay. She, no, she actually can. Oh, I've seen her YouTube clips. I mean, it wasn't like... Um like a choreographed spectacle you would see on Broadway or uh, you know Janet or Madonna like back in the 90s or even today you don't see yeah. that like you know artists today like Ciara like she's an R&B singer Ciara Tinashe like they can dance their heads off even Normani but I don't see with Dola Lipa like I don't see it with her I just um, yeah but okay, you know but overall with the album I give it a 6.9 I mean, it was. I didn't go back to it. I did like the collaboration with uh, Stevie Nicks and Joan Jett, and the ballad "Never Be Me" and "Give Me What I Want." I mean, I wouldn't go back to it and listen to it like you know, oh my god, this is a great album. But yeah, there you go, a six point nine, a very uh, specific <laughs> score there. I love that. Very I don't know where the point one went. So everyone listening, it's. I just want to acknowledge how. The family is growing, Nick. We've yes. got these uh, expanding group of loyal listeners who actually say to us, oh, based on that, I went and listened to this, and yeah. why don't you review that? And yeah, we love the growing listenership. So thank you very much to all those people listening. Hey, Rodrigo, Mandonna, Simon, Ethan, David, and Megs, well done. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Thanks you.